Nobody came. Nobody came to poor help Cedric. Oh, poor help Cedric. <laughs> to poor help Cedric. To help poor Cedric. What is going on, guys? This is Grapples to Apples, the podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to football, Jets, Giants. Who's going to have a worse season? So far, I'm going to say, I don't know, man. The Jets stuck it up game one. And your quarterback has mono. <laughs> I'm going to say Jets. I'm going to go ahead and just say Jets. Giants are bowling shoe ugly. They lost today. Bowling yes. shoe ugly. To the Bills. Who we lost to last week? Not impressive at all. You know what else wasn't impressive? Class champions. This, this paper we were about to cover. <laughs> But before we get into that, you are listening to us on soundcloud.com slash grapples to apples. That's grapples, the number two, two apples. <coughs> Remember, don't like that SoundCloud, don't like that Apple Podcast, or that Google Play Music. Doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you're listening. Again, 72 hours ago, we were doing this. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling, big man? A little better, but I mean, I think my voice sounds better to other people than it does to myself. Mm. But it's still not great. I'm still not 100. percent I'm getting there. Yeah. Well, it is your boy, the one and only, the very sensual, very tight, Mister Sunglasses <coughs> at Night himself, your boy Shades, joined by a recovering, but still ill will mm. the thrill. Fourteen Shakespeare candidate, major English, whatever you need me to be. That's what I'll be, because that's who I is. Now, last time, you tried getting there. You, you almost died on this. I almost died, yeah, because I, I thought about it. I was like, all right, let's do it slowly. Slowly, slowly. Yeah. slowly so, Mr. Yeah, Thrill, sure. class champions just wrapped up maybe five ten minutes, minutes ago. ago. Five, ten minutes ago. Thank God. <clears throat> Thank God is right. Because <laughs> it was backlash... 2017-esque. Oof. It was it was hard to watch. But let's 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 get into it, shall we? Let's ring that bell. <sighs> Pre-show. Yeah. Pre-show we had the Cruiserweight Championship match. Drew Gulak defending the title against Umberto Carrillo and Lince Dorado. Yes, sir. And the one thing that I mentioned to you uh, almost said, immediately. I was like, um, Carrillo and, and Dorado have absolutely no chemistry. zero chemistry. Yeah. It's like they were telegraphing all of their moves. I felt like they were waiting for each other the whole time. Mm-hmm. We we said on our previous episode, like, this is mat- uh, mismatching um, styles. styles, especially yeah. with you know Gulak in there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I didn't think it was going to be this bad. And you would think that the two that would have the most chemistry are the two who have the more similar styles mm-hmm. in, you know, Carrillo and uh, Lince. Mm-hmm. But they just, they did not have it going on tonight. No, they had absolutely zero chemistry going on. And, um, okay, so I said this during the show. If you, <coughs> if you wanted to take the Cruiserweight division seriously, yeah. you got to stop relegating them to the pre-show. They have to have some matches on the main card. But that's always been the issue. That's always been the same argument that fans of the product or just fans in general have been saying. If you want people to take 205 and the Cruiserweight division seriously, you got to stop putting them on the pre-show all the time. Mm-hmm. And they just they don't take them seriously. And it's so funny because they are doing exactly what WCW... Um, not what WCW did to the sort of in a way, where like the cruiserweights were showcased, but they were also had a massive ceiling. Yeah, and it's like this is almost the opposite, where there's no real clear ceiling, but they're just not being showcased. Once they break from that 205 live banner, we've seen that WWE is not afraid to push Mustafa, to push Cedric, to push Buddy, mm-hmm. but. It's they won't. It's that once you're under that banner, it's insane. I mean, still rough. 
Because Cedric, Ali, Buddy, none of them have won a title on the main roster since transitioning from 205 Live. While that's true, they have been doing stuff with them. Yes. Before Mustafa got that injury, mm-hmm. you know, theoretically, Kofi Mania would, could have been Ali Mania. I don't think it ever would have gotten to that height, but what mm-hmm. I'm saying is that, you know, that was his spot, that that was supposed to be his spot. Yeah. Cedric, they're finally starting to put some some heat behind him. They have him in a feud with AJ right now. Um, and then Buddy Murphy had those fantastic matches on TV. Against Daniel Bryan against and Daniel Roman Reigns. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, no, they haven't had any titles to show for it yet. But at least WWE is letting them showcase themselves. Mm-hmm. It's giving them the chance to show what they can do. So, match is closing out. And um, Carillo hits that uh, handstand springboard splash onto Dorado. Okay. Because that's his finisher. Gulak comes in, throws out Carillo, grabs uh, Lince by the uh, waist side, rolls mm-hmm. him into a pin... And the ref doesn't count because ever so slightly, Dorado's shoulders up. And I was like, "Ooh, not a good look." Right. And what what made it worse was the ref is like, "Your shoulder, your shoulder," and Dorado just kind of like rolls <laughs> and gets counted one, two, three. So it wasn't even like the ref made the adjustment or called it out, and then Gulag made the adjustment. It no. was Lindsay who made Lince, the adjustment. He, That's terrible. Lindsay's just, he's like this, and then he's just like, your shoulder's up. He's like, That's awful. One, two, three. Because they've seen them do that in the past where, like, if the opponent's shoulder isn't clearly down, the They'll ref like, will yeah. put the arm under, or he'll say two, or he'll say something, and then the person pinning will make the adjustment. I know. But if this is where the pinned opponent makes the adjustment, that's not a good look. I was like, ooh, this is not a, uh, This is just... This was the calm before the storm. I mean, this is pretty much a microcosm for the rest of the night. Yeah. I mean, it, it, for me, it just gets worse because you you have the the panel talking, and then all of a sudden, Cedric Alexander starts to come out. And I was like, no. Yeah. No. no. Yeah. You do not have the one of the longest-reigning WWE champions... On the pre-show, defending the United States Championship <clears throat> in a five-minute match. Yup. Now, I thought, like you thought, I sold you on it rather, that Cedric was going to win this match, mm-hmm. and it came became a little bit more clear when Styles hit the Styles Clash on the outside. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. We're running through scenarios. Uh, phenomenal forearm, missed, reversed, lumbar check, new United States champion. Right. So we got uh, Ushiguroshi. Mm-hmm. We got the calf crusher. Mm-hmm. Then he's on the apron. Phenomenal forearm. Mm-hmm. He hits it. <clears throat> Another scenario I gave you. Hits the phenomenal forearm, goes up for the 450. Cedric gets the knees up. Picks him up, long bar check, new United States champion. Right. Hits the phenomenal forearm. And Cedric eats this forearm like I've never seen before. He ate it like a schoolboy at lunch. What? I don't know. <laughs> what? Think about it. Sit with it. <laughs> so he picks. <laughs> He picks Cedric up. <laughs> he picks Cedric up. Hits another Styles Clash. One, two, three. Cedric Alexander loses. And then the OC come out. Jump Alexander. I'm like, alright, here we go. Viking Raiders are going to come out. And nobody came. Nobody came to poor help Cedric. Oh, poor help Cedric. <laughs> to poor help Cedric. <laughs> to help poor Cedric. Oh, it's it's been that kind of night. It's been that kind of night. So that was the pre-show. Just two matches, fifteen minutes as they usually do. But you have AJ Styles, one of your, if not your best wrestler, on the pre-show when you could have had 
Nakamura and The Miz. You could have had one of the tag team top, maybe the Revival versus the New Day. Anything. You could have Bliss and Nikki Cross defending the women's championship there. But you had the U.S. title, the phenomenal AJ Styles, on the pre-show in a five-minute, what felt for me, a throwaway match. Yep. Which is sad. Which is sad because, you know, AJ's AJ. Mm-hmm. And this really could have been a chance for Cedric to raise his stock. Mm-hmm. And we didn't get that. Instead, we got this. And because it was so, like, definitive, you know, two South clashes and the post-match beatdown, mm-hmm. where does this feud go from here? I don't think it goes anywhere. That's what I'm saying. So like, now what? Now what for Cedric? You know? Cedric needs... He needed this feud. Mm-hmm. And he needed this feud to, to go long. He needed to have a classic, like, stealing the show kind of match in the middle of some, like, big-name pay-per-view that was going to be smacked up in the middle of the show. Mm-hmm. And he didn't get it. Now, who knows what's going to happen with Cedric. He's going to be relegated to the mid-card. Maybe gets a U.S. title shot after AJ drops the belt to whoever. But... We have Hell in a Cell next, right? Mm-hmm. And then after Hell is uh, Survivor Series. Yes. Unless they're doing one of those, like, uh, Australia or yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Saudi shows again. They could have done a Hell in a Cell or even... I mean, I would have, I would say Survivor Series, but I'm sure AJ's going to be on team whatever the 5-on-5 match is going to be. Whether it's going to be Team Raw versus Team SmackDown, I'm sure AJ's going to be on whatever. Wouldn't AJ face the Intercontinental Champion? I, dep- I mean, I don't know what format they're doing this year. I don't know, man. They change up Survivor Series every year. Yeah. The last two years have been the same. Brand Supremacy, Champion versus Champion, and then a 5-on-5. Five five. And we can almost guarantee that the WWE Champion's going to drop the belt like the weekend before Survivor Series. Well, it depends on who's the champion at the time. Well, Jinder was two years ago, right. and AJ I took the belt from him. Right, to make Brock more, to make the Brock match more interesting. And AJ dropped the belt to Daniel Bryan. To make the Brock match more interesting. So if Brock is a universal champion, then I can see that. If mm-hmm. not, then I don't think they care. Yeah. If it's Brock, then yes, they might have to do, you know start shuffling some decks to, to give Brock an opponent that's going to be interesting. But if not... It'll be whoever's whoever. Yeah. So the show opens. Proper. Properly. With the Raw Tag Team Championship match. The put-together team of Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman defending their titles against the put-together team of Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler. This match was dumb. And boring and predictable... And boring and predictable. This could have been called Clash of Champions. Boring and predictable. Because they started telegraphing everything halfway through each match. Mm-hmm. Once they eliminated... Who was it that got like wiped from the match? Xavier? Or are you talking about like this particular match? No, no, no. no, no, no. Um, whatever. In this match, though... Um, they made it pretty obvious who was going to win after the hot tag and then, like, Braun accidentally hit Seth with somebody. I don't know. It was dumb. I don't even remember most of this match, to be honest. Um, not that. It was Bobby Roode. First of all, they had the camera at towards the end of the match directly on Robert Roode's face. And you can see everything happening through his eyes because he's looking at everyone. Then Braun hits Rude. Rude hits Seth. Uh, Braun gets dumped out of the ring. And glorious DDT, we have new tag team And I'm just like, well, why are you guys advertising and shoving down our throats? The first time ever tag team champions are going to face each other for the, for the, for the main belt. For the universal title, like it's it's the, the the their selling point for this whole thing, this whole feud. And it's kind of moot by the first half an hour. Yes, the first twenty five, 
10 minutes of the show. They had this match. And you spit the bid. That's it. No more uh, champion versus champion for the championship. It's now... Just a regular... A regular single, singles, singles match between two former tag team champions. And like, this was supposed to add heat. Which we'll get to that when we get to the actual match itself. But at the end of the day, it really didn't. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't. Like I said, this, this feud was... It was stone cold. Because it was... There was absolutely zero... For any feud besides... Excuse me. Both women's... I want to say the women's... Uh, singles championship matches... Had some, heat, yeah. had some heat. Everything else, I was just like... Like, I don't care. Right. And... That's... A horrible feeling. Yep. Because here we are so high on this pay-per-view... You know, 48 hours ago. Because of the unpredictability. And we're like, they could write the ship. They can do a bunch of different things with this. And instead, they just decided to go, what's the easiest, safest, most WWE way to do things? And this is what we got. So we have Robert Roode, Dolph Ziggler, win the titles. And backstage, uh, I don't remember her name. Interviews Braun. Charlie, no? Wasn't Charlie, Charlie Caruso? Charlie Caruso. Okay. I, I, I never remember which one's Charlie. Yeah, I think that was Charlie Caruso. So Charlie Caruso interviews Braun backstage post the match. He's like, you guys just lost the tag team titles. You know, how do you feel? It's, I didn't lose the tag team titles. Seth, Seth lost us the tag team titles. And I was just like, ooh, maybe that's going to build some sort of... What you- that's, what, that's what I was saying. We're like, this is supposed to build heat. And this, that way... For the match, but it, it, it. what could have built a little heat is if you had Seth basically following suit after uh, Braun, and he's like, "Hey, I didn't lose this match if you didn't do this," and then right, they right. can build off of that. But instead, they interview Seth like five minutes before the main event, and I was just like, "Oh yeah, I forgot this is still happening." <laughs> bummer. Like, you know, like, bummer. <laughs> bummer. The next match, although short, extremely well done. Yeah. Bailey defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against the Queen Charlotte. Charlotte Flair in in, in Flair Country. In Flair, you know how many times they said in Flair Country, in. especially for when the four horsewomen were wrestling. They can't help themselves. Oh, it was hard. That and. Every championship is on the lines. If we were playing a drinking game, oh yeah, we me. wouldn't be able to do the podcast right now. In fact, this is why we don't do drinking games for the show. Yeah, but although a very very short match, I again was distracted by Charlotte and the ref, and you noticed that Bailey undid the bottom turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. And so, just to backtrack a little bit, the majority of the match was Charlotte with the upper hand. Mm-hmm. The story of the match was that Charlotte was trying to get at Bailey, and Bailey was trying to do everything that she could to get away from Charlotte. Mm-hmm. From Jump Street, Charlotte was on go. She came out the gate with a uh, big boot, with a big boot, and it was Bailey trying to catch her breath and trying to catch up. Since then, mm-hmm. so there was very little offense from Bailey. So we get to this to this point in the match where Charlotte and the referee are discussing something, arguing about something, and that's when Bailey Oh, because okay, so I guess I think it was like a drop toe hold to the bottom turnbuckle and you know, you have the five count where you get like you can't interact with your opponent who's in the turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. So in the corner rather. And so while the ref and Charlotte are arguing Bailey very slyly undoes the bottom uh, turnbuckle and then grabs Charlotte. No, 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 you cannot miss the most important part of that whole thing. Which was? Charlotte presses B. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Charlotte presses B, hits the ref with a spin move, rolls off of him, and as she does, that's when uh, Bailey grabs her and just like throws her into the bottom turnbuckle face first. Exposed turnbuckle. The exposed turnbuckle. 
hits her with the pin. One, two, three. And then takes and off. It. The girl, the girl took off like she was scared of her life. She just grabbed the belt and booked. <laughs> she it. This was Montreal screw job esque. Like, fact. <laughs> and, which, and I'll and I'll I'll hand, I'll hand her this. She took off so hard that I don't know if you noticed when she got to the stage to make that turn to get back to Gorilla. She like ran into the stage for a little bit and then like. But she didn't make the turn. She like it was right a quick turn. It's like ah, boom. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The tur- the the bump slowed her down. So right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, okay, that's funny. That's good. So, and it kind of makes sense this way. Like Bailey doesn't look great, but it, it makes her look smart. Mm-hmm. And makes Charlotte strong because God forbid Charlotte doesn't look strong. Bailey holds onto the belt for a little longer. This prolongs the feud. And she takes off, which her taking off makes me maybe think about it now. Will play into later. What do you mean? Oh, tonight, later, like later, later in the night. night. Okay. So, post this match, mm-hmm. the one thing that I I took away from this that I found funny is that Charlotte is in the ring and the ref leaves the ring and he's like oh. probably halfway up the ramp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As she calls him back and she's like, "Yo, open the ropes for me," and. Reluctantly, he has to climb up there and sit. He's like, "Why am I doing this?" Like, right. I was like, "She's really playing that queen role." Right. Like, I'm not going to touch the ropes. You should open the ropes for me. Which is why I don't understand why they keep trying to play her as a face. Because mm-hmm. her natural inclinations are to do heel things like that. Mm-hmm. Faces don't do that. It's a heel thing. But right now, what you have is Bailey, who's. Not a face, but she's not a, a heel. Twe- she's a, uh, a delusional tweener. Delusional tweener. Okay, that's a new one. Because you think she's a face. Charlotte is... She was the face in this... Uh, scenario. Scenario, but she's a heel. Right. And then you have uh, Banks, who's a heel now. And clear heel, and then Bailey... I mean, Becky, who's a clear tweener face. Yeah. But... That's it. I mean, we had the SmackDown Women's Champion retain, mm-hmm. and w- later on, we're like, all right, one half of the ingredient is in. One half of the prophecy has been fulfilled. Now, all WWE needs to do is fulfill the other half of the prophecy, and we have ourselves a spicy meatball. But they're gonna, you know they're going to prolong it as long as possible, they so can. they can do it with zero heat. Anyway, moving on. <coughs> so at this point, we still have not had any title changes yet, right? That is a incorrect statement. Again, this I is the second time. It's like the tag titles. Like you don't care don't about ex- the di- division anymore. They don't exist to me. Okay, I'm sorry. So first we had the Raw tag team titles change hands to open the show, and so then now we had the SmackDown tag titles on the line between the defending champion New Day. The New, New Day. I hate that. Versus Raw Tag Team, The Revival. Top guys. Say yeah. Yeah. Say yeah. Yeah, that I can do. Yeah. <laughs> Old gravelly voice. I know, right? You just go to work tomorrow and be like, Welcome to Outside the Block Shipping. How can I help you? <laughs> Say, uh, all right, Batman. How, many, how much for stamps? Thirteen <laughs> fifty. Where is it? <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> I hate you so much. Oh my god, okay, anyway. So, obviously, you have a Raw tag team going up against a SmackDown tag team for the SmackDown tag team titles. So clearly, the SmackDown tag team is going to win, right? They're going to retain their SmackDown titles because yep. they're a SmackDown tag team versus yep. the Raw tag team, right? Absolutely. Right? That's what happened, right? Makes sense. Yeah. Two plus two is four minus one. That's three quick maths. Quick maths. That's quick maths. Yeah, well, Vince McMahon must have failed math a million times because apparently he doesn't understand that and the Revival won. Now, I'm happy that the Revival are tag team champions because they're maybe the most... Tag team, tag team on the... On the tag team, tag team on, on the roster. Right. Aside from the Usos, maybe. Right. But... Does this, wrong. does this mean that the Revival are on SmackDown now? Are they 
still doing that wild card rule. Well, we're gonna have the draft in a couple of weeks, so who knows? And there's going. They, they said that it's going to be um, exclusives. Like they're not. I think that's it. Like, that's it. No more no wild, wild card, card nonsense. Rule. No, more no, just garbage. Whatever you got is what you got, and deal with it. Because Fox is not gonna be happy if they're not happy. So they had worked the Xavier Woods knee injury. Yeah. They hit a shatter machine on Biggie outside. Yes. And it, what was it, uh, Scott Dawson? Well, first, they hit, what did they do? Did Xavier Woods eat a shatter machine outside? No. What, so what did they do that he was knocked out for like an hour and a half? They, they pulled him off and his head hit the stairs. Okay, cool. So that eliminated him for like the majority of the match. Yeah, and they, what and they did was, just them they two just cut the ring Biggie. in half on Biggie. Yeah. And then Biggie made the hot tag. Xavier came in. They did that. They did this. They did that. They did this. And then uh, Shatter Machine to Biggie. And they ripped the knee pad, uh, the knee brace off of Xavier. They, and then they ripped off his, like, his gear, gear, his pants, his tights. They ripped his like a hole in his gear for, to expose his underlayer tights. For reasons unbeknownst to me. Because they're selling the whole direct shot to the knee thing. Although a, you know... It's not like his A tights, centimeter, you know, thick tights are going to do anything. He's wearing compressions and then, like, his actual, like, his ring, ring gear. gear. But no, that's not enough pressure to put it in inverted, like, finger, figure four there. Yeah, I don't know, bro. And we had Xavier Woods tap out. And I was like, oh... Man, this pay-per-view is something so... <laughs> <laughs> I think by this time, you and I were both just like, oh, cool, so this is how it's going to go tonight? Awesome. How many more matches we got left? Right. Like, this is horrible. Another, like, horrible match. We had the Women's Tag Team Championships on the line. Bliss and Cross taking on Mandy Rose, Sonya De- Fire and Desire. You know, I don't know that I, I would say this was a horrible match. You know, why it was I'm, a very generic, boring. I don't remember like this. Was really, the most like the least memorable match on the card. I'll tell you why it was the most memorable match on the card, and something that you and I spoke about <clears throat> during that match. When you stepped out of the room real quick, mm-hmm. we had our truth. Oh, run into the ring this. with the Jabber Brigade yeah, chasing yeah, yeah. him. The ref stops him. Stops them from getting in the ring. Mm-hmm. And Bliss pins R-Truth for a two-count mid-match in her match. Why? Just because... Every early- title has to be defended, Jeremy. Come on, Shades, get it together. They always said it a million times. Every title is on the line just because he had the boom mic like right in her face during her backstage segment she tried to pin him and then he took off this i was you said it perfectly when i came out of the restroom you told me what happened i said well that just goes to show you exactly how wwe feels and how much they care about the women's tag team division if you were going to do this you could have had this could have been on the pre-show Exactly. Especially with the whole 24-hour brigade nonsense. Mm-hmm. The, the jobber brigade. The jobber brigade. Especially if you're going to do those, you definitely could have done that and then put Cedric and AJ on the main card for 11 minutes. And you could have switched the times and had given Styles and Alexander nine minutes as opposed to five minutes, and they would have done a little bit more. Yep. <clears throat> but Bliss and Cross retain... Duh. I mean, they're still not behind Mandy. And you said that if you take the title off of Bliss... What are you doing with her? She's going to be lost in the shuffle. Because the four horsewomen, I feel like, are going to be in that scene for at least another month, a month and a half. Oh, this might go... I mean, it depends on how long they want to play this out. This is definitely going to run through Survivor Series. And maybe even to Rumble. And... I, I mean, I spoke about this to my brother in the car a couple days ago, a couple weeks ago, rather, that I think this is setting up for the Four Horsemen versus Four Horsewomen. At Mania? Potentially. 
Then who wins the Women's Royal Rumble? That's irrelevant. It isn't for the division. Oh, I agree, but that's not. But you got to think about how Vince thinks. Vince is not thinking about that. Vince thinking about big picture, and to Vince, big picture is four horsewomen versus four horsewomen, and setting that up. Even though Jessamine and Marina Shafir are still are greener than grass, still horribly green. Yes. Because by setting up, these four horsewomen are now entrenched within each other right now. Mm-hmm. So you can get to a point where they're all involved with each other. Then to a point where, remember, now NXT is a main brand. Mm-hmm. So then at some point, those three women start to interfere and they want to do something about it. And assuming Ronda's not pregnant, uh-huh. she comes out to lead them against these four. It becomes the f- the four horsewomen of WWE who are going to be faces versus the four horsewomen of MMA who are going to be heels. Mm. Where you have Ronald's going to be the leader, Baszler's going to be the in-ring leader because obviously he's the best of the four of them, mm-hmm. and then the other two Goonies are going to be exactly that. They're going to be Goonies. On uh, The way it sounds, you know, four horsewomen versus four horsemen it sounds cool. The execution's probably going to be horrible. We're going to have Becky versus Ronda, Charlotte versus Shayna, and then Boston Hug versus uh, Shafir and, and uh, Duke. Mm, okay. Still don't like it, but I... Uh, okay. I just feel like I can see Vince doing this. Yeah. Especially with the directory that they're on right now. That's where I think this is going. My thing is... With uh, with this is, it's too. It's a good sound, way to hide. Jessamine Duke and Rina Shafir. No, I'm not. Talking, it's it's. This can't happen at WrestleMania. Okay. It's too too soon for Survivor Series. That's for sure. Oh, you know, absolutely. But if you have this on WrestleMania, right? You mm-hmm. have. All things considered, if this does go through, you're talking about three matches, right? Two singles matches and a tag team match. Or one, or four, or women, one four, yeah, on four. four on four. Right. If you do a four on four, they're not going to get the time that they really need. Yeah. If you do a one on one, you may. But if you'll have like eight women's matches, I feel like if they, I don't know. They'll throw the belts in there somewhere. Ronda will have the Raw, well, Charlotte will have the SmackDown, and then Shafir and Duke will have the tag or something like that. I don't know. That's a, that's, that's your excuse for making sure that you have all those women on the show. I don't like it. I don't like it. I could be wrong. I could be flat out wrong. I mean, we were wrong all night, so... I just feel like this is the trajectory that they're going. I mean, they've always teased it, so... I don't know what's going on in that madman's head, to be honest with you. No one does. Let's move on. Let's, yeah, let's move on. Shinsuke Nakamura defending the IC title against The Miz. This was not a match with The Miz. This was Shinsuke and... Mike Mazanin? And Mike... No. This was Shinsuke and Sami Zayn just showcasing themselves. And the Miz just happened to be there. Sammy being Shinsuke's... The only thing I, that was good about, about this match is that Sammy being Shinsuke's mouthpiece... Was perfect. Is perfect. It's perfect. I didn't think I'd like heel Zane so much. He's, this, is the, this is the perfect pairing. He's a funny, funny guy. And... For me, this was a... I mean, the best part of this match is when the mic grabbed the 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 mic grabbed the mist. When the Miz grabbed the mic from Sami Zayn and launched it up the stage, hilarious. But again, other than that, it it felt like a nothing match. Hundred percent. It's like a wet part of a match. It was like class champions. Nothing of a match. Slow. At this point, we're like. Two hours in, I feel like we're wasted our 
our time. Shinsuke won with the Kinshasa. Now, next match, Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch for the Royal Women's Champion. Chip. They weren't having a bad match. By any means. This match, this this match was like, all right. Y'all don't deserve to be on here because the whole pay-per-view has been horrible. Mm-hmm. I don't want that to stink up your match. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the finish of the match well, stunk up the match for me. I agree. There's points in the match where Sasha looks like she's going to have the upper hand and she's going to win. Mm-hmm. And then the 86 that, and Becky gets her upper hand. Mm-hmm. Which leads Sasha to leave the ring and go get a chair. The ref takes the chair from her, puts it on the other side of the ring. Sasha grabs another chair and hits Becky Lynch with it. And we're like, perfect. Heel Banks right here. New champion. Becky kicks out it too. And you, what do you say? You're like, well, Becky's going to win. Oh, there goes that. The prophecy. So close. So close to being fulfilled. So Becky then grabs a chair and goes to hit Sasha with it. But Sasha ducks yeah. as she hits the ref. Ref goes down, you know, ref bump is ref bump. And then Sasha and Becky proceed to brawl. For like ten, like five to ten minutes. In the crowd, through the crowd, up the crowd, in the concourse, out of the concourse, back down the crowd, in the crowd, back into the ring. <coughs> and then finally... Uh, while they're getting, while they're coming over the barricade to go back into the ring, Michael Cole tells us. Right, so that's when Cole finally announces to the audience at home, not the audience in the crowd, to the audience at home that Becky, he just received word that Becky Lynch has been disqualified for the referee, but retains her championship. And my first thing is, the audience at home should not know information that the audience. In the ring does not. Mm-hmm. First. We, we should have all found that out together. 100%. First. Secondly, the way it's like, oh, I just received the word. From whom? Since when is that how this works? Is it not always been the case of a referee has to come down to make a decision? Or an official or of some kind? We don't get, I just received word. That's not how this works. I just received word is when a real life event happens during the show. Or if you're doing a work injury angle. Yes. Oh, I just received word that Roman Reigns is on his way to the local medical facility because they're not allowed to use the word hospital. Yes. You know, he's been, you know, the local medical facility after the attack from Braun Strowman. Okay, fine, cool, whatever. Not, we just received word that the the match that's taking place right now is actually over, but you guys don't know that yet. Like... I mean, how many times have we had a ref bump and the match continues and then... Until the ref regains consciousness or another ref comes down. And either we get a disqualification or a clear-cut winner. We didn't get that this time. What we got was... Stupidity. Word from an unknown source and... Then the refs come down. So after... um, Becky, I want to call her her everyone but Becky. Becky puts Sasha in the disarmor through a chair. Refs comes down. And then that's when the ring announcer goes, the the match is a disqualification. Becky Lynch has been disqualified. Um, Your winner, Sasha Banks. No, this thing. He says, Becky Lynch has been disqualified for him for striking referee. And still, you're SmackDown Women's Champion. You're Raw Women's Champion. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait all of the minutes. At no point did they announce Sasha Banks the winner. Mm-hmm. And why are we acting as though it's a celebration? 
that, that, th- that this person was disqualified. Because uh-huh. remember, this is supposed to be impartial. Uh-huh. So if Becky Lynch is disqualified, it's supposed to be Becky for striking referee has been disqualified. Your winner is Sasha Banks. However, still, Royal Women's Champion is Becky Lynch. That's how that announcement is supposed to go. Mm-hmm. And the music playing should not be Becky's, because she lost. And yet, they did not announce Sasha as a winner, and they played Becky's music going out. I mean, the crowd wouldn't know that, because they were dead the whole night. Oh, that's a, that's a whole other story. Um, and so, remember, you and I were like, yo, where's Bailey? where's Bailey? where's Bailey? Now that we're talking about, like, you know what happened with her match, she booked it. That's why she wasn't here. Oh, she got out of the, she, she, she got out of the she, building. Yeah. And she's gone, gone. She okay. booked it and cooked it. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Okay. Now that I didn't, I didn't, Yeah, I didn't put two exactly. together. Exactly. Okay. You know, see, and that's WWE's job. Mm-hmm. They should have said, oh, man, Bailey's gone. And should have, like, had a, a camera backstage of her booking it in her, in her rental car. Okay. But they didn't do that. So we didn't put two and two together. Until at least They made later. us do the work. Their creative team's terrible. But back to your point, yes, this crowd was horrendous. Where this match was the first match that they had any life. And it was, let's go Sasha, let's go Becky. Mm-hmm. Other than that, we got nothing from this crowd up until this point all night. And we're, you know... Good job, Charlotte. Eight matches in now. And the only sign of life we had was, this is awesome when the Revival was facing the New Day. I'm like, no. This is mediocrity at best. And even that, it was a small, it was a small spattering of like... No, it wasn't the whole crowd. It no, was like, no, it was like the front row of one section. This is awesome. No, it was not. Shut up. You don't know what good wrestling is. This is awesome. It's awful. Speaking of bad wrestling... Kofi Kingston strikes again. Oh, God. Randy Orton. I can't do this anymore. I can't do this. I can't do this, Kofi. I, I, I will gladly skip right by it. <coughs> I can't do this, Kofi. I can't do it. it. It's so frustrating at this point. It's so bad. I understand, like, a lot of the African-American communities behind Kofi because he's an African-American, African-American champion. Sure, whatever. Cool. Great. Support your guy. But I cannot watch his matches. They are so boring. He doesn't belong here. And this is not being, oh, because he's black. No, it's because he doesn't have the skill to be a main eventer. He does not belong here. I'm sorry, he doesn't. He was a top mid-card guy every once in a while. Cool. Tag team guy. Fine. He was not... We said this a year ago. Kofi Kingston is not beating Randy Orton clean. Mm-hmm. He's not beating Dolph Ziggler clean. Kevin Owens clean. Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania a year ago? Yeah, okay. You're nuts if you think otherwise. And you're a liar. A liar. If you said bro. any of that. I can't with this anymore. And the way he won, again, just like, he eats an RKO, but his foot's on the rope, and then Randy Again, Orton... Again, also, all telegraphed. Every, bro, this whole match was all so... All telegraphed. Randy Orton hits the RKO out of nowhere, Kofi's too close to the ropes, <coughs> ah, we know, leg on the rope. Yep. Orton's going up for the punt. Reverse, no, reverse, so like an arm swing thing, trouble in paradise, ball game. And I was like, I, I I thought that we were going to get a new WWE champion. Now, Lady Survivor Series, maybe I hold a cell. I don't know. They gotta do something. I can't. Now Becky and Kofi are the only champions that remain after WrestleMania. Yep. Although I will say this much, I think I think you might have been in the restroom when Kofi came out. Dead silence. Oh no! This is when I went to Seven uh, Eleven to yeah, get yeah, yeah. some um, dead silence, some food. Dead silence, bro. Like, not a boo, not a cheer. It was just Charlotte. It's like Charlotte forgot they were watching wrestling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, 
I feel like everyone who was there bought these tickets months ago and forgot. Mm. And I was like, oh, yeah, we're supposed to go to that resident tonight, right? Yeah, all right. I, I guess. mean, why would you have the energy if you had, if, if literally all night have nothing? You've had no energy. Whack. Wiggity whack. And this match was no different. Kingston wins, retains the belt. Yay. Where does he go from here? This isn't over. <clears throat> why not? He beat him clean. Who's left? Who's next? What's he going to do? Goldberg would say, you're next. He's got he's to gotta stay with Randy Orton because there's no one else. Oh, what? Dana Bryan again? Everyone else is doing something. And then we have the draft in two weeks. You know what's going to happen, right? They're going to be in a, in, a, in, a, in a hold for two weeks where nothing's going to happen on Raw SmackDown. Yeah, nothing's going to really move. Nothing's going to move. It's going to be boring. Ah, oh, I know what they're going to do. I, I know what they're going to do. What? Baron Corbin's going to win um, King, of the, Ring on King of the Ring on Monday. Unfortunately. And he's going to face Kofi. <laughs> Fine by me. And that's what we get. Kofi's going to win that too, but whatever. <coughs> now, unfortunately, the penultimate match wasn't a WWE title. It wasn't any championship. It was the only non-title match on the entire card. The big dog. Woof, woof. Not Joey. That's our big dog. That's right. It's our big sexy. That's right. The big dog, Roman Reigns. Taking on Eric Rowan, who came out dressed as a woodland dominatrix. <laughs> What did you say? He looks like a uh, dominatrix from... Um, Duck Dynasty. The Duck Dynasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the match was... A thing that occurred. Yeah. It was like, alright, hey, I tried to kill you, but let's fight in the crowd and let me throw garbage cans at you and we'll wrestle for a little bit and for the most part we're just going <coughs> to... Throw each other on the outside. The highlight of this match was the end of the match. But you didn't like the and, end of the match. Well, let me... Can I finish? No. By highlight, I mean low light. Because mm-hmm. Roman, Roman is, is all geared up to like deliver the world's craziest spear. <laughs> the world's longest running spear. Right? And I don't know where he gets a big boot. And I go, oh, I know who that is. That's Harp. And lo and behold... Wearing an Amon Amarth t-shirt. Oh, what? Luke Harper. Amon Amarth. It's a band. Oh. I was like, oh, look. It's Luke Harper. Yay. Because now, he's like... they These two can't not be paired together. And they have to have some sort of theme. No, it's BS. That's BS. Luke Harper can stand on his own. He's no, been icy. No, according champion. to WWE, these two, they can't, they can't be separated. They have to be... The, and they have to, be, they have to have a theme. Why family... Bludgeon Brothers and other angry death metal heads. I just, I don't I don't understand that wear terrible pants. And then, and then Corey says, they're bludgeoning Roman Reigns. <laughs> Come on! Almost turned off my Xbox. I can't. Luke Harper deserves so much better than this. He's so much better than this. He's actually a very good wrestler, but because Vince. He said he can't do a southern accent. Apparently that's his big gripe with Luke Harper. That he can't do a southern accent. Wow. So because Luke can't do a southern accent, he gets relegated to this nonsense. Why would he need him to do a southern accent? Because that's the character he wants him to play. That's so dumb. Eric Rowan, with the help of Luke Harper, defeats Roman Reigns. What crazy land that we live in for the WWE, where Eric Rowan beats Roman Reigns. And don't get me started on the main event. Seth Rollins defending the title against Braun Strowman. Yep. So this is where I said that 
<clears throat> the the first match would supposedly give them heat for this match. Yes. Because as soon as the bell rang, Braun went straight for Seth, angry that they lost the tag titles. Uh-huh. But that's where that died. The rest of the match was a standard, like, Seth versus Braun match. There's no extra heat anywhere. So, we had Seth Rollins... I guess battling against adversity because he's a smaller guy and he's facing, you know, Brock, who was a beast, and Braun, who's a monster. They go through one table outside. Okay. And then Seth is doing suicide dives onto Braun. Braun hits the table. He gets hit again. Hits the table and then kind of the table kind of like collapses. Pseudo collapses. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, can this match just freaking end already? So I about the whole show. I just wanted the whole show to end. Well, once this match ended, the whole show ended, and I yeah. was like, all right, fine. But Braun didn't get like. He didn't get to hit the power slam. He did get to hit like a frog splash at Jace off the top rope, which it was just a regular splash. Kind of moved his arms to a frog splash. Oh, he did this. He that, did. that Rey Mysterio, like yeah, exactly. It was more of a splash than anything. Um, I mean, look, all moaning and groaning aside, this was actually a really good showing for Braun. Braun was very strong. He took a lot of beatings. He did his choo-choo-ka-choo thing um, a couple times to Seth. He did the, the jump off the top rope. He ate, what, like 17 curb stomps? Four curb stomps and a pedigree. And a pedigree. And that's what finally put him down. It was one more a pedigree and then an extra um, curb stomp to boot. And, you know, it. the dude ate, what, a one curb stomp on the first one, and he kicked out after one, no? No, he kicked out. Um... Yes. He like, came curb stomp one, and then he just, like, threw him. Like, the fact that they booked Braun that strong, I appreciate. Because, mm-hmm. like I said during predictions, if you're not going to put the belt on him now, what are you doing with him? Because mm-hmm. you're getting to a point where, like, you can't keep putting him up there just to knock him down. Yeah. So the fact that they booked him this strong, I think, is helpful. But at the end of the day, he still ended up empty-handed. So I'm not crazy about that for Braun. Mm-hmm. Um, but Seth ended up winning... And then, well, I don't think this was really a shock to anybody. It was kind of a nice surprise, the way they ended the show. Yeah. Where Seth is celebrating and he's, you know, going up the ramp and whatnot. And then we get the... The lights lights go out. out. And at this point, we all know what what the deal is. At the top of the stage, there's... It's gotta be Kane! No, no, it's not Kane. No? No. It's the Fiend. Who has him ready for the Sister Abigail. Hits him with the Sister Abigail. Um, and the lights go out again. Lights come back on. And uh, we get cameraman in the shot. <laughs> Clear as day. Clear as day. The cameraman is standing right in front of them. And then he hits him with the mandible claw. And that's how we go off. And that was Clash Champions. Yeah, sure. I mean, so from what I understand, this is leading up to um, Bray taking the universe title off of Seth at Hell in Cell. Yeah, I can see that. And Hell in the Cell's in like three weeks, October 6th or something like that. Yep. So that is going to be fun. I'm also not crazy about that idea because it's like... He doesn't need it. Is Bray going to take this as a rival series to face the WWE champion on SmackDown? Who's that going to be? Also, he doesn't need it. He doesn't need to be on TV as much. I agree. And then... The one capitalize on it now while they still can because yep. we know how Vince is. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm almost happier that at least... I mean, look, it took Bray, what, eight years to touch gold? Long time. And now it's taking him like eight weeks. Okay, fine. Give the man his due. But anyway, as you were saying. Oh no, that's that was that's it for Clash Champions, and uh, you know usually we like to 
grade our pay-per-views on a tope system. Do we do a match on the night first? Well, I, I was gonna, I was gonna get there. Oh my bad, man, my bad. Yeah, my bad, my bad. Some people do stars. Some give uh, letter grades. We here at Grapple Sabas do topes. Topes, suicidas, cone helos, uh, spaceman planches, who cares? <laughs> Give you our match of the night. And I I'm, I 1,000 think we're on the same page here. For me, Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch, match of the night. Ugly finish, still match of the night, though. Yeah, I got to agree. Not great about the finish. Um... But I'm looking through the card, and the only other match I could think... I mean, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 like, I liked Bailey versus Charlotte, but it was too short. Yeah. Um, I had the potential of Adrian and Cedric, but that was like two seconds long. Uh-huh. And everything else was kind of just like a thing that happened. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I will also agree with you. I will say uh, Sasha versus Becky, match of the night. Okay. Now, your rating for the pay per view as a whole. Well, you said before we even went on the air that you already have your rating, so I think you should go first. Watch no, I want. I want you. Head. I want to hear yours. I gotta do the math. I gotta do the math. I haven't done the math yet. One. One Shit, cricket. All right, why? And before we had The Fiend come out, it was at 0.5. This, I had absolutely (laughs) zero investment into this pay-per-view. Okay. I was... To say I was bored was an understatement. Mm. I got to your house, you're playing uh, The Last of Us. Mm. I left my house... From playing Gears 5. Mm-hmm. And we're like, man, we stopped playing the game for this? Fact. We went into this people were like, man, they have so much they can do with this. And I'm just like, wow, they did absolutely, absolutely nothing. nothing with this. Yep. You know what? Not even one. 0.75. Jesus. And this is probably the lowest the rating lowest we've, ever we've given. given so far. It's the lowest one you've ever given. And I'm not even being a, a harsh critic. It's just... It was horrible. It was horrible to sit through. Nah, I'll stick. I'll stick at one. I'll stick at one. One was. So my natural inclination is always to be generous. Um. And it's just because, like, you know me, I, I hate not being the nice guy, and so like, my first thought when I just think, okay, William, what do you think? My first thought was like one, one and a half. Mm. But I'm like, no, that's too mean. How about two? And I think to myself, is, does it deserve a two? No. No. It doesn't even deserve a one and Does a it half. deserve a two? Absolutely not. And so I'm, I can't go above 1.5. You can't go lower, though. I don't know that I can go to a one. That hurts. That, it's mean. I feel like by giving it a one is just like a slap in the face of everyone who worked on that show. Um... I'll go one point two five. Okay. Me in the middle somewhere. I'll meet. I'll meet somewhere in the middle. It just look. It was boring. I didn't care about any of it. By the end of the time, it was over. There's a lot of booking things that I wasn't a, a fan of. There's a lot of timing and and card shuffling that I would have done. The fiends appearing, even that to me wasn't really that big of a deal because like we knew it was coming. And I'm not sure that I'm crazy about the direction of him winning it. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, um, if it wasn't for the actual quality of the match itself, mm-hmm. for you know Becky versus Sasha, Bailey versus Charlotte, AJ versus Cedric, if it wasn't for what we actually did get in those three matches, I probably would have gone one. But those three combined to give it a point two five. Yeah, I I wanted to go lower than a one because they had AJ Styles on the freaking pre-show. That's an automatic like lose four points. Excuse me, Siri. Do not talk. Thank you. <laughs> We're doing a podcast here. Hey, so, stop it. So rude. 
it's going off over here. You good? Yeah, no, I stopped it. Okay. I silenced her. Oh, God. You want me to close out again? I'm still not 100%. Take oh, us home, bro. Man. You know how awkward it was for me last night. When I know, was... but I'm still not feeling well. So, that wraps up Clash of Champions 2019. More like Rash of Champions. You have been listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples to Apples. That's Grapples, the number two apples. Remember, Apple Podcasts, <coughs> Google Play Music. Hit us up on those social medias, the Facebook.com slash Grapples to Apples. Again, that's Grapples, the number two, two apples. Twitter, same handle, Grapples, two, two apples. I have been one of your hosts. The very, very frustrated. The very annoyed. Man of the hour. Man with the power. Too sweet to be sour. Cream of the crop. Rise to the top. Your boy. Shades. Joined by my hetero life mate. The still relatively ill will the thrill. Oh, you're, you're, not, you're not going to be uh No, God, no. You did it once. You, that's good. all they're getting out of I'm you, I'm good. Huh? I'm good. All right. You know what you need to do, right? Mm. You need an apple a day to keep the doctor away. That's not our thing. That's not our thing. That's not our thing, you know? No. What we need right now is more than one apple a day to keep the bad wrestling away. Because this was... This was... We'll catch you guys next time. Peace.